ain't even say I'll be right back. Excuse me, nothing. Huh? I just got up and left. Like we ain't in the middle of recording a show. This guy, bro. He's supposed to set the example, right? And ain't, ain't, ain't this his show? Ain't he the host? <laughs> yeah, I'm in a hundred percent agreement. Apparently, my coffee machine decided, like, yeah, nah, fuck your coffee. We're not doing that today. Right, that's what the host of the show decided too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you didn't even say nothing. You just got up and gone. I'm over here having about. a whole having a whole conversation about shit. What was the bar? What was the bar? I missed it. I missed it. I, I can't go back, you I don't remember, man. Yeah, you know we don't remember that. You know, it don't work like that. You could you could check it on the playback <laughs> when you when you edit it. You could see it. Damn, I can't believe my shit didn't fucking cook, yo. Well, actually, coffee doesn't cook, right? Coffee brews, so can't believe my shit didn't brew, yo. So, so what we talking about today? Yo, what's on what's on your mind today? He just got up and left again. This mother. So you ready for class today, Mikey? I think so. I think so. I got. Yeah. You know what I did last time, bro? I don't know if I told you. I don't think I did. Uh, I tell you guys about how I made a whole lesson, and uh, it's gonna go to waste now, cause I screwed the up the dates. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no, I, no, no. For this week. So what happened was, I sit down, spent about a good hour, hour and a half, cause my plan is for the mass classes. I'm gonna pull up the readings for mass, the Old Testament reading and the Gospel reading. I'm gonna print them out, and I was going to uh, find like some reflections and explanations on them, and then I was gonna make some discussion questions, you know, for the kids. Once we get to mass, they kind of have, you know, what the readings are in their head, and they they got a little bit of uh, exciting to think about, so they're not just sitting there. So I sit down, I Google what the you know readings are for this week that I'm in right now. I get them, print them out, I reformat them so they look nice for colors and stuff, you know go through a couple of reflections. I can't find one that really fits for their age group. So I took like three of them and I kind of merged them together, put some of my own work. Like I put work into this, bro. Like a good hour and a half. I had some, some, uh, Bethel music playing in the background, get me in the mood. Julie comes home. I have her read. I said, Julie, do me a favor, read this. See if what I have is like, you know, good for your age group. You know, even though she's in eighth grade, but it's similar. She reads it. She's like, yeah, it's good. Dad It's perfect. I get all excited. I go to put it in my folder. As I open my folder, I see my schedule. I don't have mass this week. I spent an hour and a half planning a lesson that is now useless, because it only is going to go with this week's readings. With this week's, uh... If you had it in your folder, why did you listen to the the kid? <clears throat> I don't know. Cause, I mean, she seemed pretty confident, and I, I was pretty confident. She didn't, confident. <laughs> she didn't even hesitate. Like, Yo, we good. It's this week coming up. But, you know, it's going home with them for homework now, because she want to <laughs> she want to act like she's slick. Now I'm just kidding, but it is going in <laughs> for homework. Cause, I'm like, you know what, I, I, I spent a lot of time in it. You know, I, I feel like it, it was a pretty good activity. You know, we're going to try to do it in class. If we don't finish it in class, it's going home for them to finish up with their parents. Hopefully get some uh-huh. of these parents. Parents going to be happy with you. It's all right. Yeah, but, you I mean, know, don't, for nothing, they though, to, like, don't they go to mass anyway, though? You, you, you may you not go think, to mass right? together. You would think. I mean, that's how it worked in our CCD. Like, yeah, no, you're, you're supposed to. CCD in church. Like, you, how you go to, that's like. Going to practice it and not going to the game. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you you would think so. I mean, they, they make it a requirement for a CCD to, to attend mass regularly. But I know for a fact my one student, I know his family don't go because I saw his dad uh, a couple of years back, maybe two years ago. I actually saw him at church. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you guys came, you know, to church because um, I worked on his car. So I knew the guy from town. He's like, oh, no, I just, I just came today because my son had, had mass with his class. And uh, he begged me to come, so I figured I'd come today, you know, being he was in, in church. So I know at least one don't go. Um, and then uh, actually most of them, I've seen their parents. And, I mean, 
granted, I go mostly the same time every week, but I have gone on other times, you know, when, when we've had, you know, either we had a long night, we decided to sleep in, do the 1130 mass. I've done the five o'clock mass. We've done Saturday mass. I see none of my kids' families in any mass. Damn. So, yeah. Yeah. No. And, and, you know, and they, the, the director knows it, you know, the, the, that's one of the things when we had our first meeting, that was one of the things that she discussed and kind of emphasizing the uh, importance of like what we're doing, because for a lot of these kids, the only exposure they have to the gospel and, and to the word of God is, is with us in class, you know, so kind of like emphasizing, you know, how, I guess how serious we need to take it, you know, and how we really have to like do our best to give these kids and answer their questions, you know, more so than anything is that they're going to have questions and they're not getting them, you know, reviewed or answered at home because at home they're not in it like that. It's kind of weird, right? How that is, right? Like the parents are like, oh, they, they got to go to church. They got to go to church. They got to go to church. But then they don't lead by example. They don't, they don't go to church. Like with Jennifer, she was like, yeah, Jenna got to go to church. But Jennifer's going to church. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, that's the way it should be, man. You know, you got to gotta lead, man. You got to lead by example and you got to set the tone for those under your care. Talked about that yesterday in our, our men's ministry. Um, and it was kind of cool, actually. I had some of the guys like uh, last week, I went over the gratitude journal that I do uh, every week. And how I try to see, you know, things I'm grateful for and, and try to see where God's hand was in work in my life. And it helps, you know, open my eyes to that type of stuff. And uh, I actually had a few of the guys tell me this week that they started doing that, too, after our meeting. So that was pretty cool. The talk was about prayer. So I had used the example. I remember when I was redoing the girl's room and I said I was praying for a week that it would go smooth. And then it went smooth. And you were like, well, of course, it's going to go smooth. You've been bothering God all damn week. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so I had used. He was like, I had used that, uh, "Here, there you go. Just leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm trying so to watch the last two episodes." I had used that example how you know I prayed all week for for patience and you know with my daughters in in the the process of the room and how when the day came I said you know it didn't go smooth at all but for some reason like I had this like supernatural calmness about me I was able to deal with it good. And then the one guy had uh, made connection with it. And then he was the one who said the same thing that I've said many times on here that, you know, he's, he's seen in his life that there's a lot of times, specifically in home, where he sets the tone based on how he behaves and his action. And, you know, and I, I speak heavily on that. We, we definitely set the tone. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. You know? Like, granted, you know, I, I'm not going to rehash everything, but like the whole thing with... Uh, with my situation with my wife and my family and everything, or like, you know, I'm always talking about how, like, you know, we both played a part in it of how we got to where we're at, you know, that, you know, but then I was thinking about, it, I was like, at the end of the day, you know, like, regardless what role my wife played in, you know, us splitting up, like, at the end of the day, it, at me as being a man, and I know this is kind of like a, maybe an old school way of thinking, but like, I should have been the one to like, be like, all right, you know, that's how this is, but I got to be like this. But I just wasn't at that mindset to be like, you know what, this is my responsibility to take over and kind of repair the situation. You know what I mean? That my mindset was still at that time at the blaming, you know, well, this, this yeah. is your fault. This is your, you know what I mean? It's like, so now thinking back, it's like, damn, at the end of the day, you're like, regardless whatever, you know, her side of it was, like, it, it was my job to not let that become what it is today. So at the end of the day, no matter how you slice it, like, He's like, I feel like, you know, I did this. I failed myself. You know what I mean? I'm not putting the blame yeah. on the fact that, you know, she didn't see things. It's like, no, I didn't do it. it. It was my fault because my head wasn't where it had to be. My mind wasn't where it had to be. My heart wasn't <clears throat> where it had to be. 
and I just didn't do what I had to do, you know. Yeah, I I agree with that wholeheartedly, man. I've seen I've seen the difference in my own house in my own life, you know, since I've been making the changes I've been making and taking more ownership and more responsibility about things. Like my wife used to do all the laundry, right, in the past, and she always had. I mean, it's a lot, you know. We got two daughters that decide they want to have like, I mean, you Three guys different outfits a day. Exactly, you know, so the laundry pile outfit, outfit, and not only that, like, the bedtime outfit, or it's it's the outfit I tried on that I didn't really like, so it ended up on the floor. Even though it was clean, it didn't go back in the closet. It It went into the hamper. So, you know, she used to complain, and um, back then my answer was, then don't touch my laundry, I'm going to do my own laundry, right? Because that's that's the answer, right? Same shit I did. When when they feel like they're overwhelmed, we just say, well, don't touch it, I'll do it my damn self, right? Because that makes sense. And just recently, you know, I've been, what's the word I'm looking for? Initiative around here. Grant, I don't get it right, but I'm always like texting, like, listen, I know uh, this daughter has this at this time. I'm, I'm going to run home so I could take her. And she's back, uh, Mike, it's not this time. It's this time. I already took her. And I'm like, shit, you know, I'm trying. Like, I'm really trying to just, you know, but just from that little bit, like showing, like, I'm trying to. Making the effort. Making the effort. She just started doing my laundry. I haven't done laundry in three weeks because every time I go to do it, it's done already. And I'm not even asking her to do it. You know what I mean? But she's seeing like, all right, he's he's being the man of the house. He's taking initiative. You know, dishwasher started going. I happened to be at Lowe's the other day, so they were on sale. I came home with a new dishwasher. You know what I mean? Like she ain't say, hun, the dishwasher ain't working. What are we going to do? I saw it, needed it. I got it. You know, I had a winter day off. I was off yesterday. I put the sucker in. You know what I mean? And just little How things like that. Though? And it actually went pretty well. It didn't go as easy as I thought it would. As nothing ever does in these old houses, things don't line up the same way. But it was pretty well, you know. I did it with pops. Me did he hit? You, did he hit you with the? Well, we could do it one or two ways. Nah, nah. He didn't, he didn't hit you with that. Working. Um, I don't know if it's you know, cause physically he can't do as much as he used to. Um, so he kind of takes a step back. Or, may, I, I mean, I, I truly feel as he's getting older, he's he is getting a little bit softer in his ways. But um, but we worked well together. You know, he he kind of gave me direction i took it you know if, if there was something that i wanted to do a certain particular way i told him listen i want to do it this way and he was like oh that's not bad you could do it like that's a good idea so it went well it went really well that's definitely Actually, different. Um, i remember when you guys were painting the house i had a video on my phone that i was recording you guys and i had to stop halfway yeah. through <laughs> yeah I mean, like, sure, you know some of it is is you i'm know, like i can't been, post this this looks pretty rough <laughs> you know some <laughs> this of it is uh <laughs> my patience is definitely getting better with the work i've been doing you know, like I said, I think he maybe he's not actively, you know, really working, working the same way I am. But I, I can see changes in him. I can see that he's, he's definitely getting softer, you know, a little bit more agreeable. So it, it went it went well. It went well. I was pretty, pretty happy with it. Oh, shit. Hold on one second. No, no, no. I guess now he has to go get his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold. <laughs> he, he, need, he need to put in the uh, the doo doo. <laughs> what happened? Definitely no, I was doing the Jeopardy soundtrack, bro. Why? Because I bounced. The final, you know, yeah, final it's like Jeopardy. the fourth time you left me. Damn Jeopardy coffee. Uh, Y'all want my coffee, bro? You want over there sipping the shit out that coffee? You got coffee? Yeah, one got up, one got up early. Make sure his bro, coffee I, was I was made. up early. My coffee. You know what? You yeah. up early on, on Instagram. This gonna... coffee was made at six thirty. This was made at four thirty. And this was made at seven fifteen. And it's not even fucking hot.
Egy Instagram-t fogjuk kapni, Misi. I told you I that you. shit up, yo. What is the actual you, fuck, yo? I feel like the, the Keurigs don't really make the coffee that hot, man. That's why I like the, the pot, you know, because you need that, that hot plate under the pot to really no. get that coffee to that right temperature. Because when it first comes out, like, even if I happen to be downstairs, the moment my coffee finishes, which most of the time I'm not, because I have a preset to go by 4.30. Um, most of the time I don't get down till just about 5. I've been sleeping a little bit later these days. But even if I'm downstairs and it just finishes, I don't pour that cup, man, because it needs that hot plate to get that coffee to the right temperature. It only comes out, but so hot. That's why I don't like the Keurigs, man, because the Keurigs, you ha- you don't have a hot plate. It just comes right from there, right into and the you know what? I don't feel like the Keurigs ever get it really hot. My I- Keurig gets my hot that I got to put water in it so that I can drink it before Damn. I get to work. The fuck I put a little Keurig bit of water in there. I don't know, but that's hot. You don't use cream one? You just drink your coffee black? Yeah. He likes uh, his okay, coffee. That's like... the reason. That's the reason. That's yeah, the reason. that's why it's so hot. Yeah. When you the creamer, put the creamer in, cool it off in there, a little bit. Cooling it off. Yep. That's why you need it a little bit hotter for the cream. Yeah, you need. If you I put, put a... creamer in your stuff, it it it'll probably make it too cold for you. Then if you're used to just drinking it right off the tap. But anyway, we're not here to talk about coffee. You know. No. Or, I mean, we could. <laughs> Tell you what, man. The way it works, been I've been thinking more and more about the cafe I want to open up. You know, speaking about thinking about shit, yeah, I've been, I, I've been thinking about a lot of, like, memories lately. Of a cafe? And, no, just in general. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and every time I think about, like, stuff about, like, you know, the past of, like, you know, running around after work to get home, to go to basketball practice, I mean, or to go to a game with Gianna, and then come home from the game. Like, when I was going to Taste of Tuscany yesterday, I remember the one day after one of Gianna's games that we had went there to Taste of Tuscany. And um, we had some pizza there, and I was like showing, oh, that's where I go for lunch, you know, pizza here's really good or whatever. And I was thinking about that time, and it just made me sad, you know, because, like, it's gone. You know, it's just a memory now. And I'm like, yo, I don't understand why people are like, yeah, you know, we got to make memories. We got to make memories. We got to make memories. Because for me, like, when I look back on those memories, man, those memories make me sad. So, like, I almost wish I didn't have the memories, you know. Yeah, but you're looking back at them differently, man. Yeah, you're looking so. back at them with, with the lens of, you know, I wish I still had that. You got to switch your lens to, I'm glad I had that at one point in my life. Yeah. I've I mean, been reading it, this it's book, It's not even yo. just like this, like stuff with like my, my wife and my family. It's in general. Like, I, I mean, I guess that is what it is. Yeah, but it's the same thing. Whatever whatever you're looking at. I've been reading this book that um, little Nick gave me from one of his mom's patients. And it's called... Uh, I remember what it's called. We're going to have to revisit that next week. But the book is about, I think it's called Getting Through It, the reasons for exits and restarts or something like that. But the I'm up to like chapter five. And so far, the entire book is kind of given the realization that every stage in life requires like an ending or, or death of a previous stage. It looks like the book is really kind of getting onto the topic of letting go. And how each stage really is just like a, a preparing for the next stage, you know. And, and this book is deep. It goes all the way back to like us in the womb, and how that was like the perfect union where we were taken care of 100% without ever having to ask for anything. Like everything was perfect. And when you come out of the womb, how <clears throat> you're now in this whole different world, and you no longer have that. 24 7 like safe feeling so now is where your survival instincts start to kick in and it kind of just breaks everything down but that's the idea right it's like every, every time you have something new you can't have something new 
without losing something old. So if that's the case, I mean, if, if you continue to look back on the fact of, damn, you know, I, that time is over and, and it sucks, you're never going to be able to enjoy the time that's coming now. So you got to kind of look back at it like, you know, I'm, I'm glad I had that moment. I'm glad I was around for that. I'm glad I enjoyed that. Glad and now let me look to see what's to come. And it's funny you say that, right? Because that's clearly, <laughs> obviously, well, not clearly, but I mean, that's kind of the way I think because at work, uh, I think it was Friday, um, one of the girls at work, I was talking about lunch or whatever, how, you know, how the day was shitty or whatever. And she was like, well, you know, it couldn't be that shitty. You know, it can't be as shitty as my day because uh, I went on lunch and I, I got I got dumped. I'm like, well, look at the price side. At least, yeah, at least you had someone to dump you. She's like, you right, you right. <laughs> so I mean, Damn. clearly that that's in my mind, you know, to be appreciative of what, the fact that you had it. But I, I guess when it's when it's uh, yeah, it's, it's easier to say when it's somebody else. It's harder yeah. to put into practice in your own life. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's very easy to be like. I mean, oh, you yeah. know, there's, there's nothing wrong with you know looking back and having that little tear in your eye, you know, because I mean, even regardless, you know, there's still gonna be some sadness around it about the fact that it's gone whichever whatever it is you know and we spoke about that you know in, in past shows how you know emotions are not inherently bad it's just how we respond to them that are so yeah you could look yeah. back and you can have that little bit of sadness and you could still have that thought of yeah man i missed that that was that was some good times but at least we had those times you know it's not wrong being sad about it that's good there's nothing wrong to come you should you know sad you, about you it can a lot. even you know you <laughs> use that that sadness to kind of motivate you and propel you into all right well now i gotta make some new memories for this time that i'm gonna be sad about in the future but it's all right because we're gonna have it now you know what i mean i always look at it as creating the memory for the kids for me that's more important you know what i mean because yeah. like i didn't have those memories <clears throat> i had good memories don't get me wrong but i didn't have the memories of like that father figure around doing this doing that bugging out with him you know joking laughing watching the movie like those type of memories so for me i like i, I my my objective is to create as many as those as i can with the kids in their own way they can always have that memory because for me, I mean, yeah, I have a memory of my kids having fun with my kids, but, you know, I'm going to be gone. They still got a whole life to live. So maybe having those memories will pass it on through their parenting skills to their kids. And then, it, you know, it changes the narrative. In a way. Yeah. I mean, that's the idea as parents, right, to, you know, do better than our parents did yeah. with us so that in turn our kids could do better with their kids than we did with them and so on and so forth. And hopefully you know, break those generational curses. It's funny because the world I, actually, a place. I actually wrote about that in my journal this morning. Thanks. After working yeah. with dad and, and thinking about things, I actually yeah. wrote that. Everything goes full circle. You know. Yeah. Actually, I don't think that's how it works, but you know. And that's recorded. Mm-hmm. We didn't miss it. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, there was something I was listening to. I don't remember exactly what it was. I think it was a podcast. I think it was uh, Jared's podcast. And it was about, I want to get the book, actually. It's called The Sewing Principle. And they were talking about how, you know, we're to do things that we may not even ever see what the fruits of it is, right? And then that's kind of like what we're doing, like what Juan's saying, with making the memories for his kids. What he does with his kids today means they're going to be better with their kids and their kids. And you never know, maybe like, you know, five generations down the line when we are long gone. What he did today helped establish a routine in his family that may propel his bloodline to a different level. 
without him even obviously knowing about it. Because at that point, we're going to be long going. If you're going down five generations, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, kind of, you could also That's look at it end. like that. You know, you, you're That's making the these end. memories and you don't know, you know, how your kids are going to reply, respond with their kids, who's going to make them respond to their kids. And who knows, man? Who knows? But the, I mean, the possibilities are endless of what can happen. But again, all we can, you know, control is, is how we are responding and reacting to what we're doing. And yeah, that's really all we can control is that, you know, <laughs> you learn that and then you take ownership of that. And, you know, it makes everything a lot different. You know, yeah. talked about it before about how I have a homie that I talked to and uh, he was still, you know, yeah, because of this person and, you know, this person's like, yeah, at some point you got to take the ownership onto yourself. You know what I mean? Like, it's real easy. To, like I said, like I said at the beginning of the show, like it's real easy for me to, you know, put it on like, yeah, well, she was doing this and she was being controlling and this and that at the end of the day, like. It was my job, like, to, you know, handle that better. I should have handled it better. I should have been able to be more calm, more cool. You know what I mean? I just, but at the time, I didn't have the tools to do to do that, you know? It sucks. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's not just you, though. So, you know, sometimes it's, you, you could try any everything and anything in the multiple different ways. And the other person just ain't trying to hear it or listen to it. You know, some people are just not willing to... Um, not as compromise right some people are just are not willing to compromise once it goes to a certain level they're just they just shut the door and walk away or turn their back without trying to even listen you know what i mean yeah we had yeah. can't you can't but you so know you notice though hard you, on yourself with it you know though it's not really about being hard on, on yourself it's just about you know taking accountability and that's what it is for me it, it's not really being hard on myself it's just like the fact that like is that really like, taking accountability of it? Because you 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 put you put effort in. I mean, I would think that would be the accountability. You can't control what another person is going to the outcome of another. No, but like 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 but like for example, like it, 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 just to make it like a make. I mean, I don't know. I can't think of a story in per se. But let's say there's something going on, and then you know she's acting a certain way or wants certain things done, and she starts you know getting all you know hot and bothered this and that like. It, it it's on me that like all right, that's how she could be. I gotta be like all right, you know, just show you know, whatever, or whatever, or, just, or like walk away, like you said, not sit there and continue to you know stoke the flames. You know what I mean? And that's most of the time that's what I did. It was like oh you got this to say. Well you know what? Boom. You know what I mean? Whereas like had had I not said my end of it, it would have just stopped right there. You know what I mean? Like regardless however she felt, however she was acting, whatever was going on, if I would have just stopped. That's the end of it. There is no, yeah. there is a big argument because I'm not running off on my end. You know what I mean? And again, so listen. A, a lot of it is communication. We had communication yeah. issues. You know, that's, what I mean? that's a big thing. But and that's what I was going to say. I was listening to something yesterday, and uh, and how how Nick said, you know, he didn't have these these tools in his toolbox. And the particular thing I was listening to was about marriage, and and the one the host actually was talking about it. Uh, one of the things he was talking about, I think, was called uh, tactical empathy. And, you know, as men, we have this, you know, feeling that every problem needs to be fixed. Uh, every, everything that's broken needs to be fixed. Every problem needs to be solved. And what the point he was bringing up was that, you know, his wife would come home, complain about work, and he'd go right into listening for the purpose of giving her the solution. All right. So she coming home and she want to vent to her person. So when she's done, he's like, all right, so listen, this is what you're going to do. And then she would get mad at him. And his reply to her was, well, if you don't want to know how to fix it, don't come talking to me. He pretty much just told his wife, 
I don't care what's going on in your life if you're not going to let me fix it. Right. So that was his 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 point was, you know, my wife is over here just trying to unload something. And instead of me being empathetic to her and understanding with her, I just want to fix her problem. And if she don't want me to fix it, then I don't care to hear it. You know what I mean? So it's little things like that where you could take, you know, and so she would react a certain way. So he could very easily say, well, I don't know why she's acting the way she's acting with me. I was going to fix her problem. So the problem is her problem, not mine. But instead, he took the ownership of it and said, you know what? I think she just wanted to be heard. And I just shut her down. I messed up. You know, so that's kind of like, I, I I mean, not to speak from, but I, I think that's kind of where Nick is getting at. That, that is, yeah, that's, that's taking, what I'm, You know, yeah. taking ownership. And I understand what you're saying, though. Not that sometimes, I'm taking blame for everything that happened. And, and it, I do, it, it you know, sometimes, good. you know, some people just are the way they are. And no matter what you do, it may not change. But, you know, more so than not, if you change your ways, the things around you will change. And I, and that, that's what it is. That I, like I said, that I, it, it's been, uh, how, that's how I've been taking it. It's like, you know what? Like, I could have just handled things better, you know? And, and the other thing, you know, I guess this week, everything I was I was thinking, listening to one and reading and thinking about was about stuff like this. But the other thing that made a lot of sense and something I was listening to, um, it might have been the same thing. The, the particular guy was was married for 25 years and got divorced. His second marriage, he was married for 11 years and they were on their way to divorce. And he came to the conclusion that the reason why the second marriage was going to the same path that the first marriage was, was because of the one thing that both marriages had in, uh, in, common. in common. And that was him. And he realized. I was just about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> and he realized. And the point he made was, you know, whether you're at a job you don't like, uh, a, a marriage you don't like, you know, friends you don't like, if you drop that situation, you know, and go into the next one with the same attitude, behaviors, and thought processes that you had with the first ones, eventually that second one is going to end up being just like the first one, right? So if, if, if you're with a woman and you don't like the way she's behaving and you leave her to get with another woman, yeah, you know what? It might be good for a little bit, but you're going to treat that woman the same way you treated the first woman unless you learned from it. And in due time, that second woman is going to be just like the first one, right? And and we see that all the time, right? People are like, oh, I, I can't find a good man. I can't find a good woman. Or oh, everybody I, I, I'm around, they, they end up being like this. You know, at some point, you got to stop and think like, hmm. Yeah. Is, like, is, is it that way I'm behaving that is turning these people that way? You know? Like, we we know somebody that every time they they get somebody that, oh, yeah, no, nah, she's crazy. All, the, all these, you know, all these women I pick are crazy. They didn't seem that crazy in the beginning. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sometimes you got to find the common denominator and work on that. And it's always going to be you. To read it over there. Uh, you know, Timmy with his, his morning snaps. I always try to send it right back when he sends it, because if not, I forget. <laughs> he gets emotional. Yeah. Yeah, but he means well. Trying, to, right. kind of, trying to keep that streak going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, I think about that. There's a lot of people I talk to regularly through like uh social media that we just kind of just sent stories and you know little things back and forth like all like literally that like i haven't talked like margie for example i haven't seen margie in like a minute but i talk to her every day through ig <laughs> through like yeah. a, sending reels to each other or little jokes or whatever the case may be you know that's the beauty of social media yep that's what me and uh sean herman are the beauty of social media keeping you close in your you way it's funny remember when when this all came out it was called social networking. I don't even remember, remember that. that. Yeah. 
I was listening to uh, another show earlier uh, last week, and and uh, the host made a point about that. He's like, you know, everybody. He goes, remember when this used to be called social networking, and it was used to build your network of people. He goes, where where did it change? How did it all of a sudden become just media, like something to entertain you? Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, I'm gonna tell you right now. Well, I mean, I think I don't... maybe when all the corporations and shit started getting involved, yeah. maybe that's when it became media. I don't know if um if it's because of the way my my setup is that I don't have, like, a cable box here. Well, no, I can't even be that because, like, I watch regular TV on my iPad. I got, like, the Xfinity where you can watch live TV. On your, that's how I watch football when I'm playing and stuff. But I noticed that I watch more YouTube than I watch, like, regular TV these days. Yeah. Like, There's a lot of people like that. When I watch a show, I watch it. I watch shows on YouTube. Like, I don't go and tune into like, you know, Entertainment Tonight. I watch new rock stars on YouTube. You know what I mean? And I, I realized that yeah, literally this morning, I'm like, yo, because I, I, I woke up and the iPad's next to me. And I'm like, yo, I watch a lot of fucking YouTube shows. Like, I don't watch, like, I, like new rock stars, basically, they break down the, you know, the show. They give theories, like, shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, but the beauty about YouTube is, like, on a TV, right? It's like, you want to watch, we were kids, like, you want to watch Animaniacs. It's at 3 o'clock, you had to run home from school. You watch Animaniacs, when it was done. I said, boom. Mm-hmm. You know, and then if you want to keep watching cartoons, it's like, well, once that cartoon block is done, there's nothing left. Then we got blessed with Cartoon Network. So, I mean, that's another story. But the point is, like, you're at the, you know, at the mercy of whoever's designing the programming for that channel. Whereas on YouTube, it's like, you want to watch goats eat grass in another country? Boom, got it. put it in there. It's there. Give you know, me a like, second. <laughs> whatever you want to find, <laughs> it's there. You know what I mean? Somebody has probably made a video about it. You know, that's the beauty of it. Whereas, like, when we had only TV, it's like, damn, yo, like I want to watch this, but it ain't on, you know. So yeah, yeah. I, 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 so I mean, I, I don't know where it went to, and it, it's funny because you watch like on these social media platforms, right? Like they all go through this. I mean, I guess now it's it's a lot more free, like bigger. But back in the day, like when YouTube first came out, like it was just random ass people on YouTube, you know. And, and every now and then, you know, people going viral and this and that, and you know the way people like do things and make things and share them. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, big stars started getting into it. Same thing with Twitch. You know what I mean? Like, Twitch was just gaming. Yeah. Shit. And then all of a sudden, you know, it caught wind. And now you got, like, you know, big-time wrestlers are on there taking views from people. You know what I mean? Like, the minute, like, it's like, man, but you're already rich and famous and everybody knows you. Like, stay off my shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's, that's what that's what Juan was just saying. That's what yeah, this became media, when all these yeah. big-ass corporations and big but names started taking over. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's crazy how big, like, Twitter is for news. Like, Twitter, first of all, is a fucking cesspool. Like, I don't know if you guys are on Twitter, but there is nothing in the world like Twitter. Like, it could be the nicest place, but it could be the most vile and hateful shit. Like, they created an AI bot that, um, to, like, interact with, like, um, you know, millennials. No, just interact with people in general, right? And it learned through whatever interactions it was having within Twitter. And after like a few days, this thing became a fucking racist yeah. because that's the type of shit that it was seeing. You know what I mean? It, be, it was saying all kinds of, they had to shut that's the crazy. shit down until they figured out how they could keep it from turning negative because there's so much negativity on there that even the fucking AI that had no like one way or the other, it's a fucking robot. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not, it's not, you know, it doesn't have a bad day. You know what I mean? It's just going off of what it's learning. Like that's how, that's how they work. It sees things, it learns stuff. It sees things, it learns stuff. And now, and it's just seeing hateful, 
foul shit over and over, and then this thing started going off the hinges. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and it, and it shows like how it, like how that is. But back to my point is that, yo, there's news, like legit news, gets put out through Twitter. Like if it's a fucking you know the journal or something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? That you have towns that have stuff that report it on Twitter. You know, the whole thing. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Bro, when COVID was happening, they were having, like, these big things on. Like, everything was going All the new countries and stuff that go on. Countries have their own Twitters. And they put news out on the Twitter. Like, that's how big Twitter is, yo. And it, it, it is. That's yeah, like, our time was doing that with IG. Having the uh, the governors or whatever it is governor yeah got no mayor the mayor mayor uh mayor minute he would come on and give all the updates right there on ig because they know I mean, in a way that's kind of cool though you know right because if you look at you know you watch regular news you, you're seeing news from all over you're not getting localized so i guess in a sense that's kind of cool you know but yeah but i mean that, i mean that's too many it's you know, and it's the, what sucks too right you know because I'm, I'm on ig that's the only one I'm really on. I kind of mess with Snapchat more for just, you know, sending stuff here and there to friends. But I'm at the point now where I kind of almost don't even want to be on IG no more because it's, it's, you know, my feed doesn't generally reflect exactly, you know, what, what I'm into, you know, you, you look at like one or two things that people are paying to promote and then that's it. That's, that's all your, your page is, you know, yeah. Spend a little time reading a caption because something catches your eyes, and then you realize, like, oh no, nah, this ain't really what I want. Well, you you saw it long enough that people who are paying to promote IG's like, oh well, this person's paying me. You were on that page for like thirty seconds, so Daddy. this is all you get. And this person's paying, this person's, paying. and it's like, I don't. Yeah, want it takes no a lot of work to read. You know, it's like it's it's terrible, man. Like, well, that's how they get you. Know what I mean, because that wasn't there before, and now you see yeah, it like but, TikTok you know, but, had that for a while. Where it was like you know. And now, because they're doing the same thing, the sponsored post. Now you're getting a lot more of that. You know that that that's, that's the thing. Stuff. Like the, the the ability to to grow a page organically is almost impossible now because there's so many people paying to grow their page, and that's how these sites are gonna make their money. So obviously, they're yeah. gonna push. They're not gonna let you grow without giving them money. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna get to a certain point, but at some TikTok. point, they're gonna stall because yeah. they're like, listen, I got you know. A hundred million people paying us to promote them. Um, you're not paying anybody, so like we're gonna put the people who pay us first. And that's normally where it's you like, start on, the, uh, the, the downfall. Because I mean, when uh, I started getting into the gaming, that's when the the buying like the Instagram ads were like really yeah. big. And um, you still had a chance to get I mean organic reach because I mean look at the stuff that I was putting out there and the reach you was getting. So. You still had it there, but then it gets to a point where that becomes, like you said, the main thing, and that's what's happening now, like with TikTok. Like now, a lot of people complaining about all these paid promotions and this and that, and that's typically a sign of like, you know, all right, this is about to, you know, so kind of level out, you know, and then, but then I, then somebody else steps in and there's a new platform and you know yeah. so on and so forth. And this circle of life, that's how it is. Circle. Of you, life. you know what? You're right though. We we've seen that you know through the years with regular TV, right? Remember back in the days, like the, the big time actors were the movies and then you had the people doing commercials and then you had the people doing sitcoms. Like it was to me, it always felt like three separate yeah. divisions of acting. Because you never saw people in commercials on TV, TV people weren't in movies, movies people weren't in commercials. And now you got Sutton, Sutton, was action doing fucking uh, Capital One. Everything. 
Yeah, he's doing, he doing commercials, doing TV, doing movies. Taking all everybody money, yo. It's like, why am yeah. I going to stop with movie star money when I could take money here? Then, then you got the people who are doing the ads and like, oh, well, you know, I, I could reach more people if I get Samuel L. Jackson than if I just get, you know. Joe Blow from the corner. From, yeah. So now, you know, well, you want to get a commercial ad where you got to get big before we put you in a commercial. And it's like, come well, on, How you going to get big because you ain't do the commercial that got you to the TV, that got you to the theater. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's terrible. Yeah, you're right though. That's what happens when something is shown to be able to be uh, a little bit lucrative. The people who got more jump in and they're like, "Well, we're gonna have you more, and more. Go sit down, little yeah, man. This is my face now." Yeah, that's just how fucking human nature is, man. Like I, I say it all the time yeah. about like how the sneaker game like just got completely fucking turned upside down, man. Like it was only sneakerheads that was out here buying these kicks and flipping them, and now there's people that. Don't give a flying fuck about sneakers. <clears throat> buying six, seven fucking shoes and then doubling the on retail and it's like, damn, yo, that's how it is. You know, housing market was the same way. Remember the houses was good and everybody's yeah. buying them up and that's what we do, yo. We just run shit into the ground. It's human nature to see something good, exploit it till we can't exploit it no more, and then it becomes fucking completely useless. And it's like, oh, all right, well we fucked this up. On to the next thing. Now everyone who who was originally part of that, they left holding the bag of this fuckery that was created you know what's yeah. funny isn't that kind of like a virus isn't i mean what they virus they works? do i mean they do consider humans to be the virus of earth so i mean that sounds about right yeah, sounds about right then it took ultron all of like three seconds to be plugged into the internet and to realize yo you know what we need to get rid of the humans they're the fucking problem <laughs> like that is the ultimate like you know like it's not even like a joke like I get it, you know, it's a, it's a made-up story. It's a, you know, it's a comic book villain. But, like, that's really the truth. I mean, I, I just said it five minutes ago about the AI bot plug. You know, they, yeah. the AI bot within a few days became a racist. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it's a movie, it's fake, but, it, I mean, it's not far from the truth. This thing with this, this massive computer, you know, hooked up. It was like, oh, y'all doing this? Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> So that's the thing, though, right? So how how do we how do we change that, though, man? Like, I mean, that's the biggest thing, right? Instead of just you know, but we well, change it exactly how you said from the beginning. You know, how Juan was talking about changing the way he is with his kids, and his kids change the narrative the way he raised them. Yes, hopefully, you hope that you have enough people doing that to make the world a better place. But I mean, based on how we see it from when we was younger to now, I mean, I mean, you know what? I can't even say that, you know, because we say that a lot, right? Oh, it wasn't like this when we were younger. Yeah, everybody says younger. that. Yeah, it just, it's different. The truth of the matter times. is, we didn't we didn't have access like we do now to everything. You know what I mean? Like people want to act like this whole shit with you know racism and and cops beating the shit out of people just started. I mean, I could go back to just something like Rodney King, and yeah. back. All the, you know what I mean? It's like this isn't new. It, it it just constantly repeats itself. It's just that now, in this day and age, we have cameras that see everything. And we have social what, media that allows us to share everything. Yeah. So now it's more in our face because when people see it, that's what they want, and those are the things that trend because you know people love the the, the news, the fucking news on Channel Five. You are, or not even Channel Five. You know, I don't want anyone to get all upset because oh, for Channel Two, any the news. <laughs> when you turn on the news, the news is nothing but fucking bad news. There's yeah, good news out there. I don't bother. There's yeah. good news you can report on. You know, there's people changing the world. There's people doing positive things out here. You know what I mean? We don't got to hear about 17 people that died in the fucking, you know? It's like, yo, like, there's a lot of good shit going on, but what does the news decide to report? All the bad shit going on. 
You know, and now yeah. we don't just have the news giving us all the bad shit. Now we got the news on TV giving us the bad shit. You got your Twitter feed giving you the bad shit. Your Facebook feed giving you the bad shit. Your IG, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, so is it really worse than it was? No, we just know about it more. Well, and you know, and, and to kind of end it on a positive note, you know, and that's kind of, um, you know, why why I do the, the gratitude journal. Because um, it helps you see the, the good in things. Like lately I've been seeing, and like you said, it, it may have always been that way, but I, I definitely see at least in, in my area of, of what I focused on, which is, which is, you know, men's development, fatherhood, husbands and whatnot. I see more and more, you know, good men like pushing the narrative, you know, for, for men to be better dads, better husbands, you know, better men. Um, you know, some of that could be because that's what I'm looking for, you know, but as much as it kind of seems like things are getting worse, it's also like, well, damn, I'm seeing a lot more helpers now. I'm seeing a lot more, you know, men stepping up to the plate, you know, I'm seeing men deciding like, all right, I got to do what I got to do to try to turn this ship around. Yeah, I mean, you definitely do see a lot more that you see a lot more. I mean, like I said, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of positive out there. Like, there's a lot of positive of, you know, people taking mental health more seriously. You know what I mean? Whereas it was kind of just ignored, you know, now people are more openly about it. Everyone's trying to fix it. Whereas back in the day, it was like, ah, put in your big boy pants, suck it up. You know what I mean? It's like, and now it's like, yo, you need help. You know what I mean? Don't be afraid to ask. Whereas back then it was like, yo, what's wrong with you? Yo, you just man up, man up. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, know, you know what? Yeah, and I was gonna say one of the narratives that I've seen recently start to shift, right? Is that whole, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead, nonstop, twenty four seven, you know, type of type of mentality. It, I don't see that much of that anymore, man. Again, I don't know if it's because the way my mind is shifting, but I definitely see a lot more people kind of focusing on, nah, take that rest. You know, realize that you have limits. You know, and the and narrative now is not it's not work till you can't work no more. Now it's like when you're up working, do the most with it, you know, and then rest. And then yeah, rest. exactly. Yeah. Like that's 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 what seems to be the the and that that's a much better way. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I'm still trying to wrap my head around you know the idea of, of the rest and the Sabbath. You know, I'm doing small little things here and there to kind of change my habits, but I still have that. But you know, I built this mentality for over 40 years now. So I still have that mentality of, you know, I got to make sure everything is, is the way I need it to be, make sure all my tasks are completed, and, and then, you know, I'll rest. Yeah, now I'm tired, but the task ain't done, so I can't rest, you know. So I still have some work to do. You look at, like, even somebody like like a Gary V, right, that's always constantly working, always on the move, and, and people always like, oh, you do, you do this, and, you know, and he's like, yo, like, I do all this shit, but you know, I sleep eight to ten hours. Like, don't get it twisted. I'm not out here you know, fucking with my sleep. My yeah. thing is, like, when I'm up, I'm up, and I'm making the best of my minutes, you know what I mean? Like, we all got this, you know, and he says it a lot. He's like, I'm not telling you to work yourself into exhaustion. You know, you need that time to, to sleep and to, you know, but it's when you're not doing that stuff, you're not sleeping, you're not doing stuff with your family, it's that, what are you doing in those off times? How are you utilizing those minutes? Because you don't think about it. We talk about it here a lot of times. Like you, in the morning you sit down and, oh, let me just go do my you know, Instagram real quick while I have my coffee. Next thing you know, 20 minutes has passed. You did nothing. You've seen nothing. You've done nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what I started what doing? Um, I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but IG actually has a uh, function in there where you could put, I only want to be on this app for an hour. Now, it won't lock you out, unfortunately. But it does tell you a, a big like it blocks the entire screen. It says time to close this app. You've been on here for whatever amount of time you decide to put for it. So I put mine for an hour. Um, 
And some days I do pretty good. I don't see that little window until like 8.30 at night when I'm, I'm you know, doing my last minute in the bathroom kind of scrolling. Um, but there are some days that I don't even get to the gym yet and that shit pops up. And that's why I'm like, ooh, I kind of messed up this morning, you know, and it kind of, you know, but every day is a little bit better. Some days I, I, I regress and some days I'm good. But it's nice to have that little yeah, it tells bro. you legit like that's because like this is like this is now the new drug you know there's people addicted you know, to this because you don't you don't realize it sometimes because every you know you might be like oh, i only picked it up for you know a couple seconds here and there like i wasn't even on it that long but no it, it tells you yeah. now you think you're only on me for a few minutes because you only picked me up and put me down a couple times but that all added up to your hours so get off this there, there was actually something i want to talk about i totally forgot about but we'll touch on it next week because we were talking about this mental health it reminded me about it talking about mental write health it down, write it down right now in yeah. front of your computer we're gonna you know we're gonna wrap it up there we, we uh we've hit our mark today was 17 14 19 20 i don't know it was a lot of different topics today <laughs> yeah we've been doing that a lot lately we kind of went back to our roots of, of all over the place but yeah what we do focus needs more focus but but like i said you know this is uh we ran out of time here you know, we covered a lot of different things, and uh, hopefully, I get us into some sort of coherent show. I'm sure and, you will. You know, and uh, like we say every week, the most valuable thing you give anybody your time. We appreciate everyone that gave their time to sit down and listen to us. And uh, to next week, stay up, stay blessed. Peace. 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 Stay weird, uh, motherfuckers.